0: All right, greetings all of you beautiful little golf nerds. This episode of the Golf Guide Podcast is brought to you by GolfGuide.net. Do yourself a favor, visit GolfGuide.net, find some cool golf courses to go play, and save at least 20% in the process. And when you do, use the promo code GGPODCAST and save 10% on all orders of $50 or more. Again, that's GolfGuide.net. Should we uh jump into this thing? Yeah, let's do. Well, golf. All right. golf, 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 golf. Golf, 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 golf. Golf. Golf, golf, golf. Well like we just said before we started recording, neither one of us have been paying any fucking attention to anything happening on the PGA Tour since what was your last memory of the PGA tour from the season? I watched a little bit of one of these tournaments. <laughs> Like okay, I, the one I, I watched some of the Barclays. I I was thinking about writing an article about this on, uh, on golfguide.net, But then I was like I'm s- I just care so little that I don't want to put the time in but like the FedEx Cup. Does anyone actually care? Uh, nobody cares about the title. Like who the, like I have no idea who's won the FedEx Cup the last couple years or ever.
1: I I think I know because they showed me the pictures a bunch of times. Uh Bill Haas Won it with that shot out of the water that kicked ass. Okay. You remember that, kind of the one not out of the really. mud that spun. It was a you know anyway. Yeah, like I and mean, Henrik f- Henrik Stenson cares? won it, and Jim Furyk I think won it, and then Jordan Spieth. But I I have no idea you know
0: how they won it. The only the only bad thing about me not paying attention these last couple weeks is that it does have an impact on who's going to be playing in the Ryder Cup. We both love the Ryder Cup. We've made no mystery about that. The Ryder Cup is awesome. Yes. I mean, it's the best golf tournament. Yeah, I just... Other than that, though, I just couldn't care less about the PGA Tour right now. Yeah, I mean, part of it is that,
1: unfortunately, you know, my boss wants me to show up at work, which is a big problem. (laughs) Fucking ass. But, so I can't watch as much golf as I'd like to, but uh, I think this FedEx Cup loses a lot of the steam... Uh, when the Ryder Cup totally. is coming up, to be honest with you, because it's not really the end of the season, and we're all looking forward to an event that's fifty times better yeah. than any of these tournaments. I I like all these tournaments because they're all you know pretty good golf courses, mm-hmm. good fields, all the good players in them. But uh, is it weird though this, that you know we? I think we've just gotten kind of a, a well, lackluster year. I'm a little burnt out
0: on northeastern golf. Is there any reason that the FedEx Club? All has to be played in New England and on the East well, Coast. Well, the,
1: the the Tour Championships down in Georgia, but that's kind of the East, sort of, it's the Southeast. I mean, it's South and East.
0: Yeah, like there, there's no there's nothing happening on the West Coast at yeah, all at I this time know. of the year. I think
1: it must be for TV, for the yeah, time zones.
0: I guess I I don't. Is it only because the weather there sucks for such a large portion of the year? It's the only time they can actually host events, <laughs> so they just have to do it. That might be it, or they just don't want to have to give up prime time for
1: a golf tournament so Hmm. they do them on the east coast i've
0: always heard that people on the east coast like the west coast events though because it allows them to watch golf until like 9 or 10 o'clock at night the golf fans like it for sure but
1: you know the networks don't like to have to preempt 60 minutes
0: well especially at this time of the year because now on sundays you're competing with the nfl yeah and nobody except the biggest of golf nerds which by the way if you're listening to this podcast That's that's you that's probably you um no, but nobody's gonna watch the fucking Sunday at the Barclays over you know Sunday night football. That just this, it just isn't gonna happen. Although football is fucking horrible, we the, can both agree on these that. days. It's the gr- in two thousand and sixteen, the NFL is a fucking joke.
1: Have they? Ha- has anybody ever taken such a great sport and made it so bad mm. as the
0: NFL has managed
1: to do with football?
0: You could make a pretty good argument for Gary Bettman in the NHL, but the <laughs> NHL still good. Gary Bettman's just a fucking shithead. Yeah, they just can't market the NHL. Yeah. Um, no, nobody's ever taken a league that was so great and just made it so awful. Football, at least be, not in american sports it, it was not that long ago that football was really fun to
1: watch, and it just isn't anymore
0: well I, I, I'm picking back it'll it'll get back it'll get good again. I'm picking on a theory that I heard on another podcast um I think it was prob- i think it was bill Simmons's podcast, and that is that we've just people have been telling us over and over and over again how fucking dangerous football is and how all the c t e stuff and how you know the brain injuries, how serious they are, and how it's it's just crippling football. And I'm not sure anything has necessarily changed in terms of watching the football. But now we're so aware of all the head injuries that every time we see somebody get speared, I feel like I'm more like oh, it like where I used to be like fuck yeah, right, ah. yeah, and that. Now I'm just like oh that wasn't good. Yeah, and maybe that maybe that's had something to do with how much I don't enjoy watching football anymore. I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think that's part of
1: it, but. I have to say, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I believe that so long as the, uh, the guys who are out there know what the risks are, and the, my problem with the NFL is that they, they hid what the risks were, right, for years. But so long as the guys know what they're getting into and
0: they're adults, it's fine by me. Yeah, well, I mean, but, my cousin brought up a good point. He's like, well, dude, they make a fucking shitload of money. Like, you know, they're, they're risking themselves because they make a ton of money. Granted. I had to bring up. Well, they do make less than every other professional athlete in America. It's a big, but bro- it's a big yeah, roster, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the whole reason for it. But, and well, they, and the they make less money, right? The, yeah, the, the, the teams, teams do. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. <laughs> so the they teams, can't afford. They can't afford. To we all know all the that guys. the Cowboys aren't worth that
0: much. Yeah, that's true. I think they paid more for the
1: Jumbotron over the uh, new field down there than mm-hmm. they probably pay for like all the a decades worth of in rosters, ten years. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> No, you know the concussion stuff is bothersome. I mean, you never like to see it, but I'm not saying that a sport that has that shouldn't exist. Because yep. agreed. Uh, the guys, if they understand it and they choose to take it on, that's that's fine. But it's it's really just a, a horrid style of gameplay. Well, it's and, also and it's also just bad management off the field of the product. I mean, the criminal stuff is irritating. Well, that's to the thing. Is,
0: you're drawing from a different pool. Like, here's the thing. Guys were playing in the NFL. It's their way to, you know, get out of poverty, get out of the ghetto. That's not racist by the way. That's like how a lot of them feel. No, it what is. If, but is golf that way? Is golf uh, a way to get uh, yourself out of the ghetto? Yeah, golf. Yeah. <laughs> golf is
1: a way to get out of a uh an upper middle class neighborhood in Copenhagen <laughs> and into uh and into an upper class neighborhood in Paris. <laughs> Th- that's what golf is. But uh, yeah, golf's a way to get out of uh, a four thousand square foot mansion in um, in Dallas and into a twenty thousand square foot mansion in Pebble Beach. I hate you, Mom.
0: I hate you, Dad. Yeah, but never. I'm leaving.
1: We all know that you know a lot of these you know a handful of the golfers on the tour came from modest beginnings, and those are some cool stories and. And most of us who play golf, well, not, I don't know about most of us, but a lot of people who play golf are middle-class people. I mean, it really is mostly a middle-class sport. Do you know
0: anything about this Patrick Reed sister drama? I did not. Uh, apparently, Patrick Reed's little sister wrote some savage, like, 800-word post on Facebook calling out Patrick Reed for being, like, a complete ass. Well, and basically, Everybody like, around him uh, says
1: he's a jerk-off.
0: Yeah, he's like, I guess his, he's completely disowned his family. <laughs> like now that he's famous, he's like, "Fuck you guys! You guys only want like I think me to be your son because I'm rich now." Like, "Fuck you guys!" That's probably true. Yeah. So Wait, his little he, sister came out. and was like, "My my brother's a fucking asshole."
1: Well, here's the deal: his he was probably a, a huge prick. You know, he might like, still be a huge prick. All of his teammates said he was a prick. All of his enemies hated him. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's normal to think, well, maybe his family was a little bit you know tired of the bullshit. And they never thought he'd turn out to be a great golfer, so they distanced themselves from him. And now that maybe he's, you know, turning out to be such a success, they have decided, hey, I, I can stomach this because of all the uh, glory that comes along with it. And he's said, hey, you know, you couldn't take me at my worst. You don't deserve me at my best. That is I've seen p- that quote on a lot of <laughs> very sophisticated philosophers' Facebooks.
0: That is a very and positive spin for Pat Reed to put on it, which honestly is possible completely possible i have no inside knowledge of this situation i'm not trying to turn into rick riley where
1: i try to judge golfers for how they (laughs) handle their families
0: rick riley used to be good did he that's honestly when he was i don't remember that when he had the back page of sports illustrated even as like a teenager and like you know i really liked reading rick riley but as soon as he left sports illustrated and started doing espn he just turned into a fucking hack yeah he's awful. Like. We wrote some shitty article on the Warriors like during the middle of their 73 win season last year. When I, I read like three paragraphs, I was like, "This is fucking garbage. This is like a fucking fourth grader trying to write for the National Enquirer." Somehow got a fucking column in Sports Illustrated. This is awful. He's not a good writer. No, he's not. Well, he's not anymore. He, he used to be entertaining. I don't know if he was ever a great writer, but he used to be entertaining.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now that's a match.
1: I don't even know if he even writes anymore. When's the last time you saw a column from him either that anybody talked about? I think in
0: that Sports Illustrated where they brought him back to do like a, a feature piece on the Warriors, and it was awful. If any of you guys want to read really bad, bad writing, go find that Rick Riley Warriors piece from last year. It's fucking awful. Guy's phone read it in.
1: But anyway, the NFL, uh, significantly less watchable, shitty kind of like offensive style that a lot of teams like these mm-hmm. days. and uh, And it's just slow, slow games. Not a lot of excitement going on. A lot of reviews, and you're always... I don't know about you, but like, it used to be fun to see teams score touchdowns. <laughs> and now I see a touchdown get scored, and I'm like, where's the flag? I'm always waiting for the Well, that's the thing. Now somebody scores a touchdown, and you're like, all
0: right, I can go to the bathroom. I can go get some food because by the time when the review is over and they're making sure that everything's fine, you know, I got, I got 10 minutes. I can go do whatever I want. Yeah. I, Rob Manford with the Major League Baseball, the commissioner, is trying vehemently to shorten the games, trying to find ways to make baseball games shorter. Roger Goodell, granted, he's a fucking idiot, he should be doing the same thing for football. There's got to be some way that you can make those games not last quite as long. They don't want to. Ugh. Fucking TV timeouts. It's going to be the
1: end of us. The NFL treats the American public like the cable companies. Yeah, Like they have a product that people can't do without. So fuck you. God. And that's exactly what they think of you. I fucking hate that. Yeah, that's the other awful. sports at least think they need to
0: keep you somewhat happy. The NFL doesn't think that. Yeah, that is true. Well, bringing this thing full circle, golf is not going to be able to compete with the NFL on Sunday evenings. No, if so they're going they need into prime to time, bring that tournament. Up so up, that yeah. might be where it's at now. The fall golf schedule this year is a little different because it's the Ryder Cup, and we love the Ryder Cup. But one thing I did want to bring up with you before we go along further is that, technically speaking, the PGA Tour schedule ends at the beginning of October. So, like, the first or second week of October is technically the first tournament of the 2016-2017 season, where it was really this 2017 season. And there happens to be a golf tournament being played right in here in our backyard over at Silverado in Napa County, where a certain golfer has stated he will be making a return of sorts to professional golf. Do you have any knowledge of the situation? He
1: intends to return, take it with... That's one thing
0: thing that does kind of worry me a little bit. Take take it with a grain of salt, although I do think
1: it's likelier than not. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably a 75% chance based on the... Well, just in case you're
0: the thickest person to ever listen to a fucking golf podcast. I know who the player is. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tiger Woods. Oh! oh.
1: Tiger Woods uh, is going to be returning, supposedly, from his very long and painful layoff where he was just spearfishing and <laughs> hanging out with his children can i ask you a question yes
0: how big was your chubby when you read that he was making a comeback in like less than a month or like oh, I, right about a month
1: i was thrilled i, I went immediately to the ticket webpage yeah, right away to sure. see what tickets were available and what packages can i tell you some good news they're not that
0: expensive no golf guide has media passes we're going bro
1: oh. <laughs> yes sir hey fuck all
0: the listeners we're uh gonna be going for free but suck a big one but uh you can all go for a very affordable rate it's very 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 affordable i mean smiley Kaufman, defending champion smiley Kaufman's fun to watch it's very fun to watch by the way did you see who smiley Kaufman signed a big time sponsorship deal with i have to guess uh was it mcdonald's no it should be though right uh well his is actually even better it's a specific type of booze that he signed a sponsorship deal with. Well, all booze makes you smile. <laughs> to me, Smiley Kaufman, because of whatever that SB two K sixteen, he's you know, as a, as a former frat bro, I can I can speak out and say this. He seems like a frat bro. What do frat bro, what 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 do fraternity guys drink? What Jager? Mm, no Keystone. <laughs> Close. You're basically Southern Comfort. No, no, you were much closer with Keystone. Smiley Kaufman has signed a big-time endorsement deal with the one and only Natural Light Beer.
1: <laughs> How old is Smiley Kaufman?
0: I, I think he's like 22 or That's something That's way like. too old to be drinking that. It's so awesome.
1: That's what you drink when you're 18 and uh, three months old.
0: <laughs> it, 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 there's a super awesome picture that I'll show to you wow. after uh, after the podcast is over, and I'll actually even post it on uh, on the Golf Guide page. So anybody who's listening to this can go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page and check it out. But it's just him sitting in like a fucking Game of Thrones style like throne, made completely of like natural light boxes with like natural light beer in them. Sounds pretty funny. It's fucking awesome. They couldn't get Jordan Spieth for that. (laughs) I I don't know if AT and T would want to co sponsor somebody with natural light. That might be a. I don't know if they want to put themselves on the same pedestal. You know what's funny is that natural light is a, probably way more of a moral company <laughs> than at <laughs> Well, isn't that isn't Natty Light owned by Anheuser-Busch? I think it's like Keystone Pro, is to Coors sure. what like natural light is to Budweiser, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's what they get after they take a pressure washer to the inside <laughs> of the barrels <laughs> and collect the water. But I've had it many times. <laughs>
0: Well, anybody that went to college in California, or anywhere for that matter, between the years 2005 and 2015 has obviously had a a fair amount of natural light. And good for Smiley Kaufman. He found a sponsor that he believes in. And I, I appreciate him for that. But anyway, he is the defending champion at the Safeway Open, which Mr. Eldrick Woods supposedly will be competing in. And I think those dates are October 13th. Which, oddly enough, I think we're recording this podcast, yes, on September 13th, so pretty much a month to the day, Tiger Woods should be making his return to the PGA Tour in Napa County. And it's a shockingly
1: good field Yeah. for the sort of posture of the event.
0: I think Phil Mickelson's supposed to play in this Well, have you seen that Phil Mickelson is advocating to have Tiger put into his group? Well... He's actually come out and made a statement saying, if Tiger isn't going to be back, I want to play with
1: him. Well, Phil's a dick. (laughs) Because he knows that Tiger hates him, and also <laughs> that he's better than Tiger right now. So he just wants to dick-slap <laughs> Tiger in the face
0: and, and make it unpleasant for him to be back. Well, here's my question to you, then. So that tournament hasn't traditionally had a great draw. I mean, they've played it at a couple different places. It used to be the Fries.com open, and now it's the Safeway open. Put Tiger and Phil into a tournament. The draw will be fine. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Tiger and Phil not only are playing in the tournament together, but are playing in the same group, what is the crowd looking like that's following them around for eighteen holes? Oh, it's going to be you know six deep. It's going to be a huge crowd. Like, mm, you think you think there's at least two thousand people following them
1: every stretch of the way? Well, you know, I'm I'm not like uh, you know in the secret service. I'm not good at <laughs> estimating crowd sizes, but well, uh, only
0: because I think of like a, a normal attendance for a day at an event like that might be like fifteen to twenty thousand. Okay. So what? percentage of the people are only following around Tiger and Phil the whole time that they're there. Maybe that's an easier question.
1: Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be following them. I mean, when we go because we have media passes, yeah, we'll when, follow them. When we go, you mean when we're inside
0: the ropes, inside the ropes. You know, the view is a lot better from there cuz nobody's in front of you. That is that is true. I wonder what it would be like to have to have a general admission ticket and stand behind the ropes for something like that. I don't know guess we'll never find out hey listeners if you have any idea you can post on our facebook page a golf guide (laughs) or twitter let us know what it's like to be staring over four or five people as you watch tiger woods tee off on the fourth hole (laughs) Uh, and now you can unsubscribe i guess (laughs) 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 no really if you haven't subscribed already please subscribe (laughs) well we appreciate all the subscriptions. we'll share with you uh what we
1: witness personally we'll bring you into our orbit and to be perfectly fair
0: I don't know if it's inside the ropes or not. Oh, I'm sorry. That's even funnier. We <laughs> don't get inside the ropes after we just <laughs> taunted the audience. <laughs> I know it's weird because I've had media passes to dozens of tournaments throughout the years. So probably, yeah, I'll I'll bet you it isn't
1: with Tiger, and it right. will be for every other group.
0: Yeah, you're yeah you're probably right about that because I know that when they used to have the Trans America Championship at Silverado, which was a senior PGA Tour event, um, media had specific privileges that got you inside the ropes at certain points on the golf course but not all the time so it might be something similar now are you planning on going for all four days of the tournament and wednesday no no, no way no i won't i won't be going for all four days but um i think we obviously have is to. is media go. day tuesday oh well, actually wednesday i need to double check because if there is a media day that means they bring the media out to play the golf course beforehand well it also means which i don't think they did last year well it also means that we uh can get into the uh, interview room, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That, that, that's one thing we have. Like They have the media tent where they go and have a really nice spread, a big buffet for us, all you can eat. They got the TVs everywhere with the, you know, the interview thing right there at the but top. But we also get to interview the players. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would like to do. You can. Absolutely. Well. Can you think of what questions you're going to be asking Tiger perha- and Phil well, perhaps on behalf f- of Golf Guide? Perhaps our viewers Actually, would be interested. Great. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. So, viewers... Listeners. Whatever, whatever you are. Did you hear that Tiger and Phil might, you know, listen to what we ask? Yeah. This is this is true. So if if you were us and you had the ear of Tiger or Phil or perhaps both, what do you want to ask them? Or even Smiley Kaufman. Smiley. Do you really like Natural Light more than Keystone? Is that true? Does it even
1: get you drunk? How many <laughs> do you have to drink to get
0: you buzzed? <laughs> I'm getting really excited for the interview, tent. <laughs> <laughs> to, admittedly, usually I'm too shy to ask anything in those tournaments before. Like, I've been in the interview tents before, but I'll, I'm, I'll do it. I know you will. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, it's just fantastic. So, anybody, if you have any questions you want us to ask Tiger, Phil, or Smiley Kaufman for the Safeway Open, please, 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 write us on Facebook or Twitter. You can visit Golf Guide on Facebook, or you can also visit us on Twitter at GolfGuideNet Net. Any questions you have send them to us and we'll, we'll pick the we'll cherry pick the two or three best ones and we'll uh we'll ask them at the tournament next month which will be fantastic. Oh my. Oh, oh my. And it's by the way, if you all send in really shitty questions, we're just not going to ask them. We'll think of our own. Yeah, I mean, keep <laughs> it
1: keep it somewhat clean. And also you know, it's not like there's going to be a lot of journalists there with Tiger Woods' return to the tour or anything Correct. Like that. We're not going to have a lot of competition. There will not be a lot of coverage. It's pretty much going to be us asking like 12 or 15 questions. Right. And the Associated Press and ESPN, none of those guys are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So don't worry about it. We'll have the whole whole tent to ourselves. There won't um. be 75
0: Japanese photographers right in front of us. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. It was a little Taiwanese shutterbugs up there are going to be really going, really going wild. They, they take a mean picture. They do. They really, really do. So, I, I'm i actually really... I mean, I'm excited. E- even if Tiger had not been playing in the tournament, obviously I wouldn't be as excited. But that's actually a pretty good tournament. It was a good tournament last year. It had Rory last year. Yeah, they had Rory. Obviously, Smiley Kaufman won, as you know, just a couple months before he ended up playing in the final group of the Masters with Jordan Spieth. I mean, I, it's,
1: it's a good golf tournament. It is. I'm not uh, the biggest fan of the course.
0: No. No, I mean... Silverado. It's kind of boring, but it's okay. Yeah. Do you know who designed Silverado? Johnny Miller. So he did the redesign. Do you know who the original designer of Silverado Look at is? you with your deep knowledge. I don't know. The great Ben Harmon. Uh, really?
1: Uh, Butch Harmon's father? No. His brother? <laughs> no. Somebody completely different. Somebody absolutely <laughs> different. <laughs>
0: he designed a course with... Claude Harmon is Butch Harmon's father. Yeah. It, he designed a course with which you and I have a vast amount of familiarity oh, it, with. It, could it be BV? Absolutely. BV's better. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Ben Harmon co-designed Santa Rosa Golf and Country Club. That's not the same Harmon. Designed Ben... Or Ben Harmon. He co-designed Santa Rosa Golf and Country Club, designed Bennett Valley, and then co-designed Silverado. Okay. Well, I, you know, thank you, Mr. Harmon. Thank you, Because Mr. I Harman. do love the two of those courses that I've played. You know, it's funny because I'll give this as a little, a little teaser for next week, but uh, so... I've been working on a couple of things where we're actually, Golf Guide's going to be doing its first actual course rankings. Really? Yeah, and so because we have the most familiarity with the Bay Area, and that's where we're located off, or lo- that's where we're located so we can actually get to and test and rate all of the courses um, in the Bay Area. Sounds like Kyle came up with another scheme to go play a lot of golf that's courses. Oh, no look out for me, people. Um, but it's going to be all public, public courses only. Um, mainly because as nice as a lot of private courses are, the whole exclusivity like you can't play here, thing does kind of irk me a little bit mainly yeah, I mean, because I can't play them, but also because I just think it's kind of silly yeah, it's also that all the best courses are like not available to play for passionate golfers. I think that's just kind of weird. And rankings that include those just aren't that relevant. Yeah, true. Um, and so it's going to be public courses before we do it. We're going to rate um, the most fun courses in each County or area. And so the first thing we're doing is, uh, it probably should be published on Golf Guide Monday or Tuesday of next week. We've already finished the list. We just gotta come up and do some fine tuning, but we'll discuss it on one of the next podcasts. The ten most fun golf courses in Sonoma County, public courses in Sonoma County. Okay. There's not that many public courses in Napa or Marin, so we'll likely be doing the top ten public tracks in Sonoma County and then the top ten in the North Bay. Including Sonoma County. Including Sonoma County. All right. Um, I'm excited. You know what's funny? In Sonoma County, I'm not gonna bury the lead, but uh Bennett Valley. Easily, easily top four. I have to think about it, but public, cor- I, public sounds, courses in Sonoma County. That sounds very reasonable to me. I it's gonna be in the top four. Don't you worry. Well I'll so go I'll go over the list with you in a little more detail, but the the list is really fascinating. It took me and uh, me and my other editor uh several hours to hash out and go because we've we've played them all in the last couple of weeks for this article oh my god and uh you're such a scumbag i know it's awesome how many more of these scams are you going to figure out i will continually come up with new scams to play more golf
1: you're a such a good scam artist i'm so jealous
0: of you thank you that actually means a lot yeah thank you oh my god thank you um but yeah so we'll tease that but getting back to the point silverado okay in it's, really it's, good shape. It's it's fine. It's, it's in a great perfectly shape. fine golf course. It's it's kind of it's just an average, mediocre. I'm not going to say boring, but if the course wasn't in as good of shape as it is, there wouldn't really be a huge reason to want to go play there. It's just a nice, run-of-the-mill private golf course. It's in really nice shape, without a lot of elevation change. I might rather see them play Fountain Grove, but uh, I. I'm I feel fe- bad cuz I kind of shit on Fountain Grove in the last podcast. Even though I don't I really don't like the golf course, but everything else there is pretty nice. But the golf course itself, I My just could not be less of a fan of. My feeling about Fountain Grove is that it uh
1: has a number of very fun holes. Agreed. That's all I think I should say.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh Silverado, yeah, it it has its shortcomings as well. Honestly, <clears throat> This won't step on the uh, feature you just talked about because it's not a public course. Mm-hmm. Although it's it's a resort course, but uh, Sonoma. Yes, that's the best course in the county, is it
0: not? Mm.
1: Without or my comma.
0: Yeah, it's that Aramayacoma, it, and really because the styles of the two courses are so dramatically different, it's kind of hard to compare one to the other. But They're I know very different. Well, I know that this that uh, in the most recent golf digest top 100 list where you know they rank public and private and they have you know several thousand raiders granted all the raiders are like a five or six handicap or less so it's like a very skewed like oh, come type on type of should, person that should it should be okay do you know where my commas ranked in terms of the best courses in the country i don't one oh one when did this come out? One spot away from missing the top 100 in the country. Well, that sounds about right. I mean, there's a lot of great courses in this country. Well, when I was a caddy there from 2005 to 2009, it was like, 70 or something, it was like right? 72 or 73 yeah, at that, that point. That's a pretty reasonable amount of fade. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so according to them, my comma is most certainly better because Sonoma's not in the top 200, but I know that if I had to be a member at one of the two and I had to pick which course I'd want to play every single day, I'd probably play it. I'd probably rather play Sonoma every day.
1: Yeah, I've I've never played Sonoma. I've been there really? for a
0: tournament, but uh, we're playing in a fundraising tournament in October. If you could find a way to get the day off, would you be up for it? Of course. I don't know a hundred percent if we can. Uh, well, let, let, let me let me work on it. We might have to come up with an extra hundred or two hundred bucks or something like that. But we might well, be able to, we might be able to make it work. Maybe I can contribute
1: mm-hmm. some of that money or all of it, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I th- I'm it is very like, but that's it's, it's open to because well, I would love to play that golf course and I never have.
0: But and, uh, and it's not one of those tournaments where you got to fucking play scramble or some bullshit. You get to play. Your I own get ball to play stroke play, nice.
1: Yeah. I I'm trying to figure out whether I have the money to play in the Legal Aid golf tournament at Windsor <laughs> in two weeks. And you know Windsor, it's a nice course. We played there not long ago, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it out there actually. And it's for a good cause, Legal Aid. Uh, here in Sonoma County supports uh, people who are at risk of eviction people who you know seniors who have legal issues people who are victims of domestic violence all that stuff and I worked uh, as a volunteer there for a while but the entry fee 250 bucks
0: what?
1: and you get dinner and it's nice and you get drinks and it's a nice scene and everything it's you know it's a good event but uh it's pretty steep and uh, yeah. even for somebody who is in the <gasps> industry and everything like that i just i I'm, I'm trying to make sure i can budget that you know
0: well i think that the first of all great cause windsor i l- really like windsor the golf course windsor is awesome it's a lot of fun that's a steep entry fee yeah to play a public course. Right. I think the entry fee for that big tournament at Sonoma is similar, except that... (laughs) Well, first of all, I I should probably promote this golf tournament if we're going to talk about it. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's the YWCA, the Young Women's... They work with legal aid all the time. Yeah, Yeah. so it's a great cause. I'm not sure what the entry fee is. It might be 250 bucks, but you get to play Sonoma. You get a huge awesome uh, barbecue lunch before you know you go tee off when you get there. The tea prize last year was a brand new pair of Nike Lunar 3 golf shoes, Ooh. which retail like 130 bucks. So you got a brand new custom thing of golf shoes where you just let them know your size and they ship them to you like two weeks later. And then if you win, you get an expenses paid trip to Pinehurst to play in like another tournament there. On number two,
1: if all the guys are like
0: you, I'm I'm definitely going (laughs) to (laughs) win. So I'm going to Pinehurst. (laughs) Ah, It's just a fact. So let me talk to my contact.
1: Oh, please, seriously. Let's um, stop boring our listeners here. But anyway, there are a lot of great courses around here. We're going to be debuting lists lists about how we stack them up. Correct. But in the meantime, we need all of you to provide us with questions. If we're so lucky to have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to ask Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, any of the other players that you find out are in the field at the Safeway, (laughs) (laughs) open.com, whatever it might be at Silverado, because we plan to go and we're going to be representing all of you there because we love you. And to be honest,
0: I hope all of you listening to this go as well, you know? I mean we'll be there. We'll come be drinking hang out beers with your watching favorite, Tiger Woods. Come hang out with your
1: favorite golf podcast hosts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Come meet us and be slightly disappointed. Absolutely. In what we look like <laughs> and how we are in person. That's really what it's all about meeting people that you know about through the media. Absolutely. We'll make you feel good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We won't have to say a word. That'll be it'll be great. We're we're really nice guys to be honest with you. Uh but, you know, we're not this entertaining necessarily at the golf tournament. So be prepared for that.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. So maybe you don't want to go. But maybe just c- continue listening. And like we said, if you haven't subscribed already, I'm whoring myself out right now. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. That that really makes our numbers look really, really good. And if we are if we get enough of those listens and those downloads, we may actually be able to not lose money on this thing one day, which would be killer. <laughs> That would be super killer. Our numbers are shockingly high to be For, honest. They're much higher than I thought they would be. Yeah. But they they could be higher. They could be higher and it's your fault. Yeah, it is my fault. No, not your fault, whoever's oh. listening. Yeah, fuck you guys. Right. Damn it. All right. Well shit. Safeway Open, October 13th. Please go check it out. It's going to be sh- it's going to be a ton of fun. By the way, if you've never
1: actually, you know, been to a golf tournament, I don't know about but our listeners, most I don't of them know what have kind probably of f- been to a golf fucking tournament. rock you've been living under. Well, I don't know what our listeners have been up to, but you may never have been to a golf tournament. and You may never have seen Tiger Woods at a golf ball. I've had the pleasure. It's amazing. Yes, you owe it to yourself because you only go Pleasuring. around and this amazing. You you, Pleasuring. you only live on this planet for a brief time. You're going to be dead probably in a few months, mm-hmm. at the best. Yeah. So. You can't miss this opportunity to see the greatest person who ever did something do that thing. Do Completely it. agree. Do it by a ticket.
0: Completely agree. Come see agree. us, hang out. I guess the next question that I'll ask you is do you think he's going to be okay? Like, in terms like, of do, do you expect his game to be serviceable? Do you expect it to be good? Do you expect it to be bad?
1: I expect him to be rusty. I yeah. don't expect him to be quite as fragile
0: mm-hmm. okay. Okay.
1: because that's the idea behind the layoff. right? That he won't be back in those situations where it's like any round he tees off, you're afraid his back's going to get all fucked up and that he's going to have to get carted off, sure. which is what we saw a bunch of times yeah. over the last few years. Uh, it could happen again, but I think he was a little bit more conservative this time with his recovery and listening to his doctors a little bit more. You know, he he's very Hillary-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, the doctors say you've got pneumonia, don't go out there, take a few days to rest. And he <laughs> wants to go tee it up, he wants to go to the 9-11 memorial, he wants to do this, that, and the other thing. And then occasionally he has to get thrown into a van. And we've seen him get thrown into a few vans over the course of his career, but that doesn't mean he's not gonna be a good golfer. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to <laughs> seeing him be a good golfer. Yeah, and I expect that. Although I think you know the putting and the uh, the scoring, it's tough to get that when you've had so much downtime. So yeah, uh, you know, I you know, low seventies, seventy two, seventy three type stuff. Does he make the cut? Probably, probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Just too rusty. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to see any. Uh, you know. 80s or a shank chip no, or any of that no crap. No Chambers Bay type bullshit. No Chambers Bay type bullshit and also no TPC Scottsdale type, yeah. you know, chips that go into water hazards and
0: stuff like that. I certainly hope not. No. Well, all the more reason to go Thursday, Friday. I'm hoping he's playing over the weekend but seeing how, you know, it's it's not realistic to expect him to just jump right back into it and be fine and automatically make the cut. Take Thursday or Friday off work and go f- go watch Tiger. I was lucky enough to go to the Irish
1: Open mm-hmm. a couple or er, last year, yeah, in Ireland. Obviously, <laughs> in was it in it, Ireland? It, it wasn't in Iceland. Oh. It was in Ireland at Royal County Down, which is a lovely, fucking amazing golf I've, course. I've heard pleasant things about that about that place, and I show up on the first day, barely after it started, and I. I look at the fucking scoreboard and Rory McElroy shot 80 really He's hosting the goddamn fucking tournament really shot 80 and he missed his fucking ass missed the cut he was nowhere to be found on Sunday <laughs> so take that as a cautionary <laughs> cautionary tale show up on take a day off work and wow. goes if, if you're gonna take take a day off work for something your daughter's soccer game your wife's sister's 10th anniversary all that stuff doesn't matter Tiger Woods is playing golf.
0: It's right around the corner. Go do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, your wife's sister's 10th baby shower anniversary, whatever. It's all meaningless. All those events are blended together. They're all the fucking same. Tiger is never, ever the same. Tiger is fucking Tiger. I mean,. You could go watch Tiger Woods play golf. You could go watch Barry Obama sign some legislature into you know into some law. Legislature, yeah, some some law. You know, make, make, make some law. I mean, watch the best do what they do and do it well. You know, I mean, that's that's.
1: Some of our some of our listeners
0: might not care for <laughs> President Obama. Signing I was really Asian struggling law. with a with a with an analogy there. <laughs> uh, well,
1: hey, let's say Barry Bonds got signed by the A's a series I'm i would going to the go coliseum to, tonight to every, for the game tomorrow
0: every game i would camp out in the parking lot fuck yeah absolutely absolutely so it's gonna be awesome i i'm excited i'll be there you'll be there yes we'll be there we'll be there we'll be there so again please do not forget to write us with some questions that you may have that please, you want us to ask please be serious we know how fun it is to be jokey here's the thing but we need if, to- if you've got jokey ones Definitely share those as well, because we'll if we get any really good ones, we'll read them on the podcast, and then you know we'll we'll bullshit about them. But if you have any good serious questions that we can ask without getting kicked out of the media tent, please please send those to us so we can ask them. That would be awesome. That'd be really really awesome. So I'm excited. Um, I was gonna go into something else, but I'm just having so much fun bullshitting, and now I'm kind of hungry and a, a little tipsy. That maybe it's time time to go. Tell these fuckers to you know go. You know, we're going to Go be a, productive somewhere. We're,
1: we're going to bring a podcast back in short order. These long delays. It
0: makes me sad. Can so I, we're going to come right back. Can I right tell you back. something? I, I mentioned it before. These last two podcasts that we've come out, which, by the way, I think have been pretty good. We had Sean Ogle from Breaking 80, who, nice guy, had some good knowledge regarding top courses around the country, around the world. Last week, we started our series on the top private clubs in the Bay Area where we did the North Bay Area. I did it by myself. Well, I think they turned out fine. There's something about just getting kind of drunk and talking about golf with you in our studio that just can't be. It just can't be replicated. It's just, it's, it's what well, feels natural on this podcast. Well, I, I take that as a, such a compliment. It's just so much fun. I, that's the thing is, even if we didn't release these things at all, this is just so much fun. I, I, I like doing this a lot. I didn't even know we were releasing these. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought this was just you and me having uh, doing charades I know, and uh, I know it's wild role playing <laughs> well, well. S- sexually. Still, m- might I still add, still plenty of time to do that after oh. we turn the mics off. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! We're gonna kindle those rumors again.
0: <laughs> well. On that note, uh, we're gonna turn these microphones off so you guys can wonder what we're gonna do after this. Ha- have as sexy a night as we're gonna have, everybody. Ah, <laughs> yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week weekend. And uh, we'll see you back next week, perhaps even sooner if we decide to get a little crafty. Go play golf. Go play some golf, please. And don't forget to go visit golfguide.net. Um, we've got a couple new courses that we're adding to golfguide.net in the next week or two. Um, more options. A new website that should be launching in a month and a half to two months from now. I mean, fuck. We've only been working on it for six or seven months now. So it should be coming out pretty soon. But when it does, it's going to be very awesome. Uh, not only will be able to find great deals on golf, you'll be able to search for golf using any kind of parameters that you want, whether it's you a know, year of construction, grasses they build on the golf course. I mean, you could say, hey, I want every golf course built before 1950 with Poana grass greens, and all of a sudden, boom, it'll give you that list. You can search by shit you don't even give a fuck about. Absolutely. Actually, the one thing that I think is pretty cool is you can search for golf by price, not based on what we're offering it for in the store, but just kind of get an idea of like, hey, I want to see every golf course whose prime you know, prime weekend rate is $50 or below, or everyone that's above $150. you will be able to do that on the new website, which I think is actually pretty useful and be pretty nifty. We, I, we will be using it a lot on the podcast, um, and you'll be able to use it as well. Because what, what do we say about Golf Guide? Find, find the, the golf, golf you, golf you need. need. Yeah, exactly. What do you need? Go fucking find it. Golfguide.net. Thank you, everybody.